For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. VA is also, I'm a fan of him. How much motivation was it for him to take this team at least as far or further than Nathan Rourke did? I, I think VA's had an outstanding year. Sure, there have been some 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 ups and downs, but overall, he put together a fantastic year. He's a very dangerous guy to defend. If he can play the way that he played on Saturday in Winnipeg on Saturday, he's going to make things very interesting. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it is. Hi, everybody. Welcome inside. Hello. Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio. We got so much to get through. We're one half of the way through. This is what we used to call the second half kickoff. And I'm going to tell you right now, we don't have Moose. Uh, we will, I'm sure. There he is. 902-518-33 is the number to text on the Sober Carpenter text line. There you go. Approved. Nice job, boys. 902-518-3033. Doesn't it just look delicious? I got to go get me some of that raspberry stuff. I'm kind of hung up on the other two, though. Go to your local beer, wine, and spirit store and ask for it by name. That's what I did. Or Google Sober Carpenter and then your city and you'll find it. Moose is there. He's in Vancouver. He's ready to rock and roll. And uh, I will get Moose to the comments from the viewers because we've got many. But I said we didn't even get through. We got through two topics <laughs> in hour one. That's it. Uh, so I want to open with baseball here for a second. I think people got the impression that I don't like baseball because I don't talk about baseball on the show. I like it. I follow it. But I, I'm, you know, obviously headlong into football and hockey. But here's one for you. Point three. Los Angeles Angels superstar Shohei Otani is a finalist for the American League MVP award, along with teammates Corey Seager and Marcus Semien of the World Series champion Texas Rangers. Also announced on MLB Network, Blue Jays pitcher Kevin Gosman, Yankees ace Garrett Cole, and Minnesota Twins pitcher Sonny Gray are finalists for the American League Cy Young Award. Winners will be revealed next week. I think the one thing about all that is... I just don't really understand the dates and the processes and all the rest of Major League Baseball because, believe it or not, unlike most people that's coming out of your telephone screen, your phone, sorry, your television screen, your phone screen, or your radio, I don't like to talk about things I don't know about. So what I read, actually I first saw this morning on ESPN, is that the number one thing coming out of the Major League Baseball GM meetings in Scottsdale is where is Shohei going to sign? And they say that the Blue Jays are one of what they think will be 10 teams making a strong push for him. And because we are airing on a television station anchored in Toronto, and that's now where you make your home, and on the radio in Atlanta, which is an MLB market, I want to spend a minute on it. I say yes. 
Let's go all in. Whit Merrifield will not be back, right, Clark? That'll few, uh, few, you know, free up a few bucks for the Toronto Blue Jays. But the one interesting thing that I read this morning, reading up on this, was that, and I should have known, the Angels never made the playoffs one time. Not one GD time. In the five years Otani's been there, they never made the playoffs. So how bad's the rest of them? Because he's the greatest two-way player in MLB history. So is it on the radar of the Toronto people? Um, I don't know if it is. It hadn't hit my circle yet before I left for Vancouver. But it should be. And I'm with you. Make a push. Empty the bank account. Jack up the ad prices across the Rogers uh, network of uh, media yeah. outlet. And Jack up my bills. monthly bill. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever it takes. <laughs> they should have, when you pay your cell phone bill and your cable internet and all that stuff, they should have an option to donate to sign Shohei 10 bucks <laughs> because everybody would do it. Empty the bank account, and I would also, then you pair Bobachette with Vladdy and Shohei in the middle of your order and George Springer. Just give the Jays the World Series. Bring back the home run jacket. Let them have as much fun as they possibly could have and just let them roll for one year. Make Shohei pitch 300 innings till his arm falls off and, uh, and go all in. Uh, I think that's what the Jays need. Did you come up with that on your own? Or have you heard this idea of telecommunications companies that own sports teams making it an option to support their sports team while paying your utility bill? Because I think it's a fantastic idea. I, I might do it yeah. one time. I'm not going to do it every month. Yeah, I, I just came up with that on my own. But, like, think about it. Uh, if you're a Jays fan and you see, ping, your phone bills do. And, by the way, this month only, if you'd like the Jays to sign Shohei Otani, support the cause by adding $10 to your bill. I think you'd get enough people to do it for fun. What the hell, right? They're wasting it. Serena often says that you spend $6 on a coffee. Starbucks, can't you spend $10 on bringing the best player in baseball ever? To the Blue Jays? So, anyways, um, to the poll question, it's brought to you by Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group, driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. The poll question is, what is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? We're down to the final four in the CFL. There's only two games. They're on Saturday. Doubleheader, East Final, Montreal at Toronto, West Final, BC at Winnipeg. Come on. 86% of you people are saying the West final, the BC Lions at Winnipeg. I guess that speaks to our demographic. We're very big in Western Canada, believe it or not. Very big. There was a point this summer that Winnipeg was our number one show for viewership. 86% of people saying the West final is Canada's game of the week. It ain't even on my radar compared to the Eastern final the Montreal Alouettes at Toronto. And I guess that's why they need people like us to prop up the CFL, wave the flag, be the salesman. I got a CFL football on my set every day. And just to reiterate what we talked about last hour, the Argos were plus 27 in the turnover ratio, set a franchise record. Haven't played a meaningful game in 57 days. They clinched first place. Don't think that ain't going to be a factor. I think it might be. We'll spend more time on it later in the week, Darren, on Football Friday for full show. 
and the point spreads 9.5 Toronto favorites. So even a team quarterback by God himself couldn't beat this Toronto team. That's what I think. But we covered that an hour ago. I want to jump into the Sober Carpenter text line. Ward in Winnipeg, watching on Game Plus TV, says, Hi, Rod, Moose, and gang. Have you heard anything about a juicy trade today between two Canadian clubs? I saw something today briefly from one of the sports apps. Go Bombers, sign Ward in the peg. Can I handle this one, Darren? Imagine me being a general manager in a suit and tie at the podium. Um, we don't address rumors. <laughs> what do you think? I like it. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's like you've seen it, uh, one or we two don't of those uh, interviews. Yeah, we don't address rumors. Unless we started them, and then we want to have fun with them. But I'm not going to waste time on that. Nor energy. I don't even know what league you're talking about. I'm, su I'm assuming NHL. Daniel Stotts writes in, and Daniel comes to us by way of medicine hat. Daniel says, I'm an Oilers fan. What do you think about the move to release Jack Campbell? I would love to be on your show. I love sports. That's from Daniel and Medicine Hat. Well, I'll tell you, Daniel, that's never going to happen. How about that? You're not going to be on this show. But as far as Jack Campbell being released or put on waivers by the Edmonton Oilers and sent to the minors, do you know what I thought when I first saw that, Darren? Was... Meat shielding. Meat shielding. It's a term that I've just become familiar with the past couple of years. They're just putting him on the tip of the spear. You know, it'll be the goalie, then it'll be maybe a player or two, then it'll be the, then an assistant coach will be fired, head coach. It's usually how it works. Then the GM, then the president. You know, it's, that's what I thought. Jack Campbell being scapegoated by the Edmonton Oilers because last night, you're going to tell me, Matt Tompkins of the Tampa Bay Lightning, who got his first NHL win last year, was at 10, sorry, last night, his first NHL win, 10 years, 12, 12 years after being drafted. Matt Tompkins was the first star for Tampa Bay in the 5-3 win of Montreal last night. He's that much better than Jack Campbell? But the Tampa Bay Lightning are scoring a lot of goals, which incidentally, the Edmonton Oilers should be able to do that. Evander Kane, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman, for God's sakes. I thought he was going to run for mayor last year. Now he can't tie his skates. But Jack Campbell's the problem. Do I get defensive when it comes to goalies? Yes. But what is putting Jack Campbell on waivers and sending him to the minors going to do? That's what I think about it. You? Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, you read into it that, you know, you go down there and you see if he can find his game and, and get it going and get some confidence up. But, you know, you go down to Bakersfield, they're probably going to play some team defense in front of him. You know, they're probably going to play a little bit more defense, score a few more goals. Yeah, he's going to be better and win some games. Um, I would think that's automatic. You know, you hope it comes back where he can come back to the season. The team will play better in front of him and away you go. And if it doesn't work out down there for him, they'll buy him out in the offseason, and it'll be over. But I don't know. Like, you're just setting every goaltender up to fail right now. The bar flies in Winnipeg, writes in, and 
It's 111 Eastern, by the way. Just pointing that out. Please visualize a positive outcome to whatever current strife you're facing. What do you got to lose? Give it a try. The bar flies, writes it and says, free up some cap space. Sure. But that's not going to help them score goals with this current crew that they have. I understand why they did it. But is it going to have the desired result? Yeah, Jan at the Four Seasons says, everyone will play better except for Nurse and CeCe. LOL. Okay, I'll stop now. Well, Alan May came on here the other day, said they're the worst defensive pair in the NHL, so it is what it is. Uh, Barfly says, by the way, Edmonton getting a goalie from the Habs. Now, there's some speculation. The Habs aren't even happy with their goalies. Again, did you watch the game last night? Jack Allen looked like he wanted to be anywhere else in the world but in that net. I'm not joking. He was awful. Montembeau's no better. The Habs have lost four in a row. It's a little bit of a problem with society, and I feel like you can set your watch by this every single day at this time. One twelve Eastern, 11-11 Mountain, 11-12 Mountain. I come out with the life tips. What do they say? Um, be happy with what you have, and you'll always have enough. If we can just get a save, you might feel differently. I go back to the Tampa Bay thing. I'm not joking. Who is Matt Tompkins? Who is Jonas Johansson? Tampa Bay Lightning are, again, we're taping the Cats and Bolts podcast later, six, three, and four with two goalies you couldn't pick out of a police lineup. Hello? <laughs> like, who would you rather yeah. have, the order goalies or the Tampa, bo- Tampa goalies? It's because of the style of play. And they're scoring. It's one thing to be locking it down in your defensive zone and not allowing shots. Here's Tampa's biggest problem. They get up 4 nothing and fall asleep. They did it in Toronto the other night and lost. They almost lost in Montreal last night or let that lead slip. I know I get overly defensive, but I just feel like it's just, let's get a new goalie. That'll fix everything. Well, and, and the fans will jump that on way. you. No, and they'll jump out and say, look, like, um, we outshot Vancouver 18-2 to two in the first part of that game, first 10 minutes, and then they come down and score. Like, we need a save. Yeah. Difference is Demko's, yes, he's standing on his head, but he's stopping of those 18 shots, 15 or 16 of them are from the perimeter, right? They're playing good team defense. Yeah, they're getting hemmed in, but those are point shots. Those are shots from the wing, you know, and second opportunities in front. Then you come down, and Vancouver gets two or three grade A chances, and yeah, they scored on one of them, you know? So yeah, you have to find a way to play better defense, and your goaltender will make more saves if the shots are coming from, from better spots from the outside. Yeah, so uh, I'm telling you, if that is the rumor that the Oilers are going to get a goalie from Montreal, the Montreal's not even happy with their goalies. Maybe that's why they want to ship one of them out of there. Caden Primo, who I like, Montembeau, Jake Allen, none of them are any good. Sorry! They've been last place forever! Kirk in Toronto. <laughs> My God, can somebody give this guy season tickets for life? He's like the biggest Argos PR guy. He's like, hey, Rob, the Argonauts do have fans. They show up for playoff games. 
I know, brah. I've been there. Um, oh, my God. I talked to my sponsor this morning. I think you, yeah, you met Bob at the Grey Eagle in Calgary. And I said, Bob, I have all these scars. And, and we all do. We all do. I'm not that mine are special. But I'm like, what, how do I move on? Personally, professionally, what do you, you know, what do you suggest? He goes, don't look back, Rod. Look, look forward. And then, what's the first thing that flashes into my mind? 2017, East Finals, Saskatchewan to Toronto. Kevin Glenn gets his head taken off. Out of the game. No flag. Ah! <laughs> PTSD! How am I supposed to look forward? Uh, point being, I went to BMO Field that day, along with Mike Babcock and Mitch Marner. We didn't all go together. Those two did. But Babcock was wearing a rider's hat. You've heard me talk about it on the show before. I remember riding in on the team bus, and you've now been to BMO, acres and acres and acres of parking lot around BMO Field, and that's the exhibition grounds, right? And there's all this tailgating going on. I swear to God, our bus, have you ever been on a bus when the whole team goes to one side? The bus tilts. That happened coming out of Portland one night. There were two girls in a car flashing. <laughs> Never mind. How about that? In All Toronto. the windows. Yeah, <laughs> the whole bus. I'm trying to remember who our coach was. Because he was like, what's the matter? Haven't you guys seen it before? Uh, no, coach, they haven't. How about it? And I, I was a lot younger. Huh? What? <laughs> Said it never gets old. Doesn't matter if oh, it's it never the first gets old. time. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah, of course. These are different. Um, we were up against the glass in Toronto. Like, what is going on? What, <laughs> what's going on here? It's tailgating. The crowd was sold out. Cody Fajardo scored the game-winning touchdown in the last minute. Again, Pete, how am I supposed to move on? These memories keep coming up. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Anyways, we'll be back. We got NHL top five, bottom five next. We haven't even got into the NFL yet, and I want your thoughts on Carson Wentz going to the Rams. A lot of things to get to. I hope everybody's having as much fun as we are today. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contour design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code THERPSHOW. You can thank me later. Great sports night coming up, by the way. Three in the NHL. Leafs and Sens from Scotiabank Arena. Then a doubleheader on the NHL on TNT. Know what I'm doing tonight. Florida Panthers at Washington Capitals. Which right after, I'll be going on the Locked On Panthers podcast as a very special guest tonight. You're not going to want to miss that. And then the L.A. Kings at the Vegas Golden Knights. In the dub tonight, Dub Hub. Yes, we're following it very closely. The Saskatoon Blades, Darren's favorite team, visits God's team, the Regina Pats tonight. Wenatchee is at Swift Current. PA at Lethbridge. Portland at Kamloops. Red Deer at Vancouver. In the NBA, the Raptors are at Dallas. And college football... Akron is at Miami, Ohio. That's Milt Stegall's alma mater. Miami, Ohio. Bowling Green is at Kent State. And Eastern Michigan is at Toledo. You're welcome. Let's bring in Moose. He is in Vancouver. Getting ready for the Hardy Cup. Do you want to give a shout out to uh, those university teams, what you'll be calling on Saturday? Yeah, the UBC Thunderbirds and the Alberta Golden Bears. Alberta hasn't been in this game in 13 years first time back in the championship UBC was in it last year but they're going to host this thing for the first time since 1999 been a lot of the Saskatchewan Huskies a lot of the Calgary Dinos hosting this thing for the last six years so it should be a good one on the west coast on Saturday gotcha where can people watch it you can watch it all across uh, Western Canada if you're uh, a Saskel, a TELUS customer, um, or you can watch it on Canada West TV. Bingo! Approved. Okay. Bingo! Sober Carpenter Approved. text line is open. 902-902-518-3033. There's the number on the screen for those watching. 902-518-3033. It's brought to you by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. I just love them so much. So good when they hit your lips. Ask for it by name at your local beer, wine, and spirits store. Going to jump in. Going to do the NHL Top 5, Bottom 5 for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Please sign up. 
today and start playing for free. Every week we do it, the top five teams in the NHL, followed by the bottom five, because nobody else will tell you who they are but us. Darren, read them and weep, and tell me afterwards if you agree. The number one team, nobody's going to argue, it's the Vegas Golden Knights. They've set records, they are the best, they're dominating everybody. Vegas is number one. For now, it's the Vancouver Canucks at number two. Don't tell anybody. Kevin the Medium, very excited about it. Biggest Canucks fan I know. I'm not joking. Damn. They've won four in a row. The Vancouver Canucks are the number two team in the NHL, plus an NHL best plus 30. Putting up 10 against the Sharks didn't hurt, but they're keeping them out of their own net too. Number one, Vegas. Number two, Vancouver. Number three, the Boston Bruins. We're waiting for the bottom to fall out. I think it'll be the end of November. Number four, it's the New York Rangers. They just keep winning. They're setting records. To be honest, I didn't see it coming, but you can't argue with what they're doing. And number five, the Colorado Avalanche, because they've stubbed their toe a little bit in some games, but they're still the Colorado Avalanche, number five overall. Now, the bottom five, the 28th team in the NHL is the Montreal Canadiens. They're not there in the overall standings for fifth worst, but they are, and they've lost four in a row. The 29th team's the Chicago Blackhawks, even though they got Connor Bedard. They're bad. They're not helping him. Connor's minus eight coming into Florida this week. Ottawa is the third worst team. We're just waiting on a coaching change, which reminds me Edmonton's 31st overall, second worst. I think we're waiting for a coaching change there. And the worst team in the NHL, 32nd, is the San Jose Sharks. As Matthew Barnaby said, a borderline AHL team right now. So that's your top five, bottom five for Bed Regal. What do you think? Read him and weep. I think it's pretty good. Uh, Montreal's trending, though. We're losing four in a row. Uh, the only change I'll yeah. make into the uh, <clears throat> top five is I'll take Colorado out, having uh, kind of faltered um, a little bit, and I'll put the LA Kings in. Winners of three in a row. They're plus 14 in the gold differential, seven, two, and two. So I got the LA Kings as five, and and don't look now, but uh, Carolina's won a couple in a row, and maybe they get hot and get back into that top five before long. It's a fascinating time to be alive. You listen and watch all the coverage, and they say, you know, it's not early anymore. We're, we're past the top ten. First, sorry, the opening ten. So now, what did, uh, it was Peter Marr. And I do miss those Calgary shows. I do. Having those NHL greats come down to whatever casino we're at, Peter Marr came down and he says, you got the first 15 games, the way Peter talks. There is no other. But the most important games in the season are the next 15, games 16 to 30. You're out of figuring out what you got and you're into, and we were talking about this the other night in the press box here uh, with Bill Lindsay. He said, if I got it right, like Billy Deep Thinker, Panthers radio guy. Panthers great. He goes, you want to jump on the bad... That's what it was. You don't want to play crappy teams early. That's what Bill said. And it wasn't even his mantra. He was, he was repeat. It was like Roger Nielsen's mantra or whatever. It was like, because the bad teams don't realize yet they're bad. <laughs> Makes total sense, doesn't it? You don't want to play a crappy team in the opening ten. San Jose notwithstanding... They're going to be bad, through, historically bad, the Sharks. But kind of makes sense, doesn't it? You want to want to play the bottom feeders in the opening 10. What do you think? 
Hey, hey, yeah, everybody's got confidence when the record is zero, zero, zero. Everybody's in first place. You, you ride a little higher. You're excited coming out. Um, yeah, you play some better teams early, get that out of the way. And also, I look at it as you, you want to save those bad teams when you really need some wins a little bit later on in the season. You want to have those in your back pocket. Not a bad thing to have. I'm trying to remember how he said it. And that was exactly how he said it. You don't want to play the bad teams early because they don't know yet that they're bad. They haven't figured it out yet. Jeff, the Stamps fan, uh, writes in and says, it's time to head back to Calgary, Rod. Uh, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I love it. I, I do miss it a lot. I do. Uh, the road trips, doing the show from the casinos, the roadies out to the mountains, going to all the sporting events. Gosh, we had a good time but I do not miss the weather. That's a fact, Jack. Calgary in the summertime, A-OK. Canada in the winter game, in the wintertime, mm. let me get back to you. Greg with two Gs writes in on the, uh, actually on the streaming, and he says that American Thanksgiving stat is very interesting. I believe 80% of teams in a playoff spot by then will remain in a playoff spot. I heard that for the first time, too, a couple of years ago. I remember talking with Scott Laughlin on this show last year at this time about that. And here's the thing about, dude, you get this. Darren, you are way better with numbers than me. Analytics and stats are a lot of fun. No doubt. Tells you a lot about things. But again, you can't rely on it all the time. For instance, (laughs) I can't overestimate or underestimate this. Like Bill Lindsay had this iPad out, I told you this, telling me all the stats from NHL Network, all the analytics. And he was like, the Vancouver Canucks dump it in 68% of the time. That leads the NHL. And I'm sitting there going, yes, until they don't. <laughs> and until they elect to carry it in. You know, and it, the, the more you think about it, Darren, it's like that's what gets coaches off the, off the hook because or a goalie. Well, I went out to play the puck behind the net. Yeah, but they shot it straight into the net. Well, the analytics said 68% of the time they were going to dump it in behind the net. Yeah, but they didn't. Right? The analytics said we should pull our pitcher after this many pitches. Yeah, but he had a no-hitter going in the seventh inning. But, the, 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 but, but it said right here that we should. That's how they get off the hook. Right? Yeah. I know, justify the decision-making, and it's like, okay, great, but we're still judging you on wins and losses. So you make all the moves that the book says, you lose every game. Not that that would happen. I mean, ideally, the numbers say if you make those same moves over time, it'll all balance out. But when you're in the middle of a playoff game, there is no overtime. It's today and today only, and if it doesn't work out today, there is no tomorrow to balance things out. Well, and that's uh, John Ohm, where is it? Ding, says the Winnipeg Jets lost out on the Thanksgiving stat last year. Well, I know this, the Florida Panthers were not in a playoff spot at U.S. Thanksgiving. They weren't, and they made the playoffs. So there's another example. It gives you an idea. But for the 20% of teams that aren't in a playoff spot at U.S. Thanksgiving, it's not a reason to quit. (laughs) You still got to keep trying. Just so you know, and that's why I think the teams that, well, 
you have a president. I don't really know. The sports has changed. A really good, a really good illustration of how things have changed is Serena. It's been 20 years since she was on the air regularly. And we had a long heart-to-heart yesterday about the podcast because I said, Serena, you're upsetting a lot of people with what you're saying. And she's like, well, I don't care. I said, I know you don't, but it's a different time. 20 years ago, you could say it, gone. There was no Twitter. There was no Facebook. You know what I mean? You know, I read her what some of the people were saying, and she's like, I don't care. Well, that's fine, but I'm just telling you this is the... Because she says something, moves on, doesn't think twice about it. Which is probably the way to be in retrospect. Which, furthermore, the reason I say this is how sports has changed. you got a team president deciding of any team. I'm not picking favorites or teams I hate. Just a president sitting there trying to decide whether the coach should be fired or not. Because a lot of times he'll usurp the GM and make that call on his own. And he's like, well, you, uh, you cut this quarterback in training camp and he went on to uh, win uh, the championship with this other team. And the coach is like, well, yes, yes, but respectfully, in the preseason, his numbers were blah, 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 blah. See, it's right here. Do you know what I mean? That's how they're saving their job. And you need a president that can cut through the bunk and realize you screwed up, brah. Don't hide behind the numbers. Somebody was writing in here earlier about Wade Miller, how he deserves more credit. And I'm like, I have kissed Wade Miller's ass enough it was jay in winnipeg he writes and he says not enough credit goes to wade miller in the bombers front office sellout after sellout winning season after winning season bring it argos well number one you haven't beaten bc yet and wade would know that jay but number two you were with me when we were walking the concourse of ig field a couple of years ago and wade and i saw each other and just gave each other the nod i've said they are the flagship franchise of the cfl and yeah, i guess this jay's not saying that i'm not but I think we all know now, it's pretty evident what he's done, isn't it? Yeah. What more do you want us to say? Um, yeah. I think that's it for you. Anything else before you? You're done. It went fast today. Anything else? Really fast today. No, there's a lot of heat here. A lot to digest after today. It was a great show. Bomber boy writes in and says, wrong. The Jets were 10 and 5 by November 17th, so they were in a playoff spot at U.S. Thanksgiving and made the playoffs. So they were actually in the 80%. Thank you, because I'm not totally keeping track of what the Winnipeg Jets are doing. Forgive me. Thanks, Moose. Okay, see ya. See ya. Andy McNamara is in next. Little NFL talk and whatever else comes up. We're live on the Game Plus TV network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What'll they think of next? And right now, with the promo code Show, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code Show. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today.
show's flying by today, and that's because we've had great topics and great guests, and that continues now. Andy McNamara is no stranger to us, nor this show. Fantasy football betting host. What is new? Woodbines entertainment host and producer. Uh, TV radio play-by-play. He can do it all. Are you at Woodbine <laughs> now, Andy? Like physically there I am- now? No, I am. I'm physically not there now. I had uh, foot surgery uh, two weeks ago, Rod. So I'm I'm on the the week to week list. Uh, so I'm doing all my work from home right now. Okay, <laughs> good stuff. Well, they are wonderful, wonderful people at Woodbine, as you know, oh, yeah. as well Love as anybody. Oh, so congratulations on that posting. And we have to bring you back and talk a little uh, sports racing and betting. But I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. Your Browns, we brought you on to talk NFL. Your Browns at the Ravens this week. Every game now in that AFC North is a meat grinder. And I just added it up. 22 wins in the AFC North as a division combined. That constitutes it as the toughest division in the National Football League. Yeah, and it is, Rod. And it's not, it's spread out. It's not like you have one weak team. Every team is at least two games above 500. I can't remember the last time that that happened this late in the season. And really, you could look at it, and the state of the AFC, it's unlikely, but it wouldn't be shocking if we were to say, with the extra wildcard team now, that every team, all four teams in the AFC North made the playoffs. That'd be something. Well, we were talking going into the season that maybe it would be the AFC East, and there are some elite teams there. But it's the AFC North, and I wonder for your Browns or what the Ravens are doing because they've caught fire. They're playing, like, playoff ball every week. Do you think? And what are the fantasy numbers showing? Is it wearing guys out, or is it sharpening their knives, their swords for playoff time? You know what's interesting? When we look at it fantasy-wise, it's not the strongest division in football. Because look at the Steelers, like Rod. <laughs> somehow, somehow that team's five and three. It's beyond me. It's be, I, I don't know how they do it. It's coaching, I guess. I would honestly probably, for a starter, take nobody from the Pittsburgh Steelers on my fantasy team. That offense stinks. Maybe the defense. The Ravens, you got Lamar. But if you look fantasy-wise, now winning-wise, real life, good, very good. Uh, fantasy-wise, he's had about three fantasy stinkers because the running game comes up. You get Mark Andrews in there, and it's a rotation of running backs. Zay Flowers doing a nice job as a rookie. Cincinnati, the first three weeks of the season, Joe Burrow's calf was falling off the bone. They weren't doing anything, and now they're picking it up. So fantasy-wise, it's actually been a really interesting year. And for my Browns, Nick Chubb, rock solid, killing it. He tears the ACL, and Deshaun Watson's working his way back. The best producers on fantasy for the Browns are the kicker, Dustin Hopkins, and the defense right now. Uh, I got to ask you, I don't know where my gong is. Oh, here it is. John Ohm, I always do this. for John Ohm in Winnipeg (laughs) writes in and says, just a hunch, but I think Andy is a hardcore Browns fan. Let's talk about that for a second. (laughs) (laughs) How did that go? The autographed Bernie Kosar helmet. Oh, there you go. How, How did that come to be? And have you been down there? I assume you've been to the dog pound. Let's talk oh, a little yeah. bit about your Browns fandom. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I go down. Uh, my dad and I make an a annual trip down every single year. We've been doing it since 2007. Uh, and I'm third-generation Browns fan. So this, is, this was kind of born into me. By choice, probably wouldn't be my first pick with all the suffering that we've gone through. But it happened, Rod, where back in the 
back in the post-war, the Browns started in 1946. So my grandfather, who lives in, lived in Toronto, uh, on the radio, you want to have NFL, you had the Browns or the Giants. Well, the Browns had Otto Graham and Paul Brown. That was pretty easy. They were winning championships. Then for my dad, TV, uh, it would be, this was before the Buffalo Bills came into existence. It was only the Browns or the Giants. So Browns, you had Jim Brown running wild. And then it got passed down to me, and I have had a, a less successful run as a fan so far. Uh, well, that's cool. You talk about the Giants, my good friend down here, Chris from the Bronx. He listens to us every day. He says, you're the, you're the only oh. sports talk I listen to. And he always wants to talk about the Giants. So you want to talk about pain, brother. Right now, they're Ooh. struggling. But historically, uh, yes, it is the good, Cleveland good Browns. And speaking of that, have you watched the, have you watched the Manziel uh, documentary on Netflix? No, no, Rod, I won't. I won't. You know why? Because I lived it. I live with old money signs. And I know because, look, I got, I got good buddies and connections who worked with the team when Manziel was there and reporters on the floor. That documentary uh, leaves so much out and is just, um, there's a lot missing there. It was, Manziel is not a sympathetic figure in any way, shape, or form. And he just, he, he, just did nothing with that team to be able to sit there and, and laugh why well, didn't watch any film well you're an idiot you wasted an nfl opportunity and the browns were stupid for taking him and not doing their research uh, i don't know if they mentioned the documentary at the time he wore a blonde wig with a mustache went to vegas when he said he was injured over a weekend and missed practice and games it, I, I, absolutely wild no interest in the Johnny Manziel story. It was cool doing the money sign for a bit. I'll admit that. I got hooked in like everyone else with the hype. But man, what a, what, what a false prophet that guy turned out to be. My goodness. Yeah, well, it sounds like you know enough about the documentary. You don't need to <laughs> I don't need it. to see I, it. I mean, I was following it. I don't need to read it. Yeah, well, I was following it as well. Not as a Browns fan, but I mean, I watched it and I just... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's, I would advocate for anybody to watch it. But uh, Greg with two G's writes in and he says, uh, Andy, the AFC North is the best division in the NFL. All four teams could make the playoffs. This coming from a Bengals fan, which that's Ooh. nothing that you don't know. You know all of that. But what about, I mean, who do you see coming out of it? Could you say who's the best team or is that just simply what playoffs are for? I'll say this. If I was to rank them right now, Everybody but the Pittsburgh Steelers is could be considered number one. The Browns probably in the level underneath the Ravens and Bengals right now because we haven't seen Deshaun Watson consistently been able to play at a high level. Looked great last week, but then he missed a whole bunch of time before that. The game I went to this year, the Tennessee Titans game, he looked phenomenal. Throwing $230 million looking passes to Jerome Ford and Amari Cooper, but he missed a lot of time. So until that gets right, that defense is Super Bowl caliber, I'll tell you that. Um, but now we look at, okay, the Bengals who look down and out, they're moving back up. They're clicking now. For you fantasy owners, Jamar Chase back injury, you're going to want to make sure you're backfilling that maybe with a Tyler Boyd or checking out who else is on the waiver wire uh, for this week. Because if, if he misses time, that's a big hole in your fantasy lineup. And then for the Ravens, I still think the Ravens offense can be beat, but the Todd Munkin um, revamping of it has captured what Lamar Jackson does well. And that's what good OCs do. They don't try to fit people into a box. Lamar, you don't want Lamar Jackson throwing the ball 40 times a game to the outside sideline. You want it out of his hands, RPO, quick dink and dunk. That's what they're doing, and they're 7-2. and two. So right now, I have to say it's the Bengals and the Ravens that are the top teams in that division. But Browns are coming up. Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett. Rod, come on. There's baby hands yeah. picking. He's doing nothing for you. Come on. 
<laughs> He's got the small hands. I was just going to say. But the hey. Small baby hands. Um, no. Yeah, I got a, I got a question for you. Uh, with the guys that got the bag, as they say, in the offseason, whether it be this offseason or the one before or whatever, Lamar Jackson's proving his worth. I believe Joe Burrow is. But, I mean, Kyler Murray is a cautionary tale, I think. Wait. That if you're going to hand out that kind of money, you better be damn sure who you're giving it to. Or Derek Carr, at least they got out from under that contract in Vegas somehow. I'm not sure. But can the Kyler Murray thing be saved? And if not, how do you get out of that? Boy, Rod, the the first red flag to me as an organization would have been if I have to put in some sort of video game clause. Remember that? They had to put in a clause because he plays too many video games. And actually, there was a stat, as hilarious as this sounds, he's a big Call of Duty player, okay? When the new Call of Duty came out each year, I think it was November, whatever, each time, each year when it came out, Kyler Murray's production went down afterwards. Fluke? Perhaps. But it is a big coincidence they had to put in a video game clause. Isn't that hilarious? A video game clause into that contract the guy, they list him, I think, as 5'10". If he's 5'10", I'm 7 foot, Rod. Come on. No. I, this is somebody who still has sort of like a half toe into baseball a little bit. And he's just, he just doesn't seem like he has what it takes long term to do it in the game, mainly because of size. The only real small quarterback who's made it under six feet at any sort of length of time has been Russell Wilson because he's safe with his body. And, you know, not doing too great now, but he's had a heck of a career. So you talk about that waste of money. They're going to draft a quarterback number one, I'm sure. Um, and how about, we just talked about the Giants, but how about Daniel Jones? Oh, that's, that's not aging sad. well either, is it? Ooh, it's sad. Very sad. sad. You, mentioned, you mentioned video, yeah, ACL. Um, you mentioned mm-hmm. video games. David in Winnipeg wants to know. It's a last question. He says, Andy, with your downtime from the foot surgery, are you going to fire up some Madden football? I feel like there's a story Ooh. there. David Asplund, how would he know that you're a Madden junkie? You know what? It might be. Can you, I'm not sure if you can see that. I got the Madden 25 edition right there, Barry Sanders. There it is. Right there. That might be the tip. I also have the Peyton Hillis when the fans used to vote it in. The Peyton Hillis 20, uh, 2011 Madden cover, which did not age well. <laughs> um, you know what, Rod, to be honest, my, my downtime is like maybe an hour at night because I got so many things on the go. So I, I don't play too many video games. I do, like, uh, I do like playing Madden, but I like, I'm weird because I can't fully enjoy the Madden experience because I refuse to play as any other team than the Cleveland Browns. So I never get that full, like, oh, all these, you know, highlight and, and all Madden teams and all that, because I don't know, I'm just wired differently when it comes to the game. I have to be the Browns. The game I am liking that I have to take a little bit of time is the new All Elite Wrestling AEW Fight Forever game. Oh, man, that's a good, that's a good game. You just want a kind of a kickback fun fight wrestling game. That one's great. There you go. Andy, great chat, man. Always enjoy. Get well soon and say hey to my friends at Woodbine. I will for sure. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Andy McNamara, fantasy football host and uh, entertainment guy at Woodbine. We'll be back with overtime. So whatever questions and comments you want to get out, get them out now. Please and thank you. 902-518-3033 on the Sober Carpenter text line. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer. Ask for them by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store also the youtube feed if that's your thing and uh, we got a sports update coming up as well we are live on game plus tv
WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Howdy! Welcome back to Overtime, everybody. It's brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Where we're getting a lot of in. I've like three people today said it's time to get back to Calgary. Uh, I, I like the way that you think, but uh, it's actually not. But we'll be getting there as soon as possible. How about that? Because i got to check out Overtime Hockey Lanes. A lot of people going. A lot of people sending me their photos, tagging me in them. Keep doing that, all right? Tag the Rod Peterson Show or me personally at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. I'm telling you, it's the greatest place. Way better than you know, some of those bars that uh, you have the fun games in them. That, 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 that's okay, too. But pure hockey... Pure hockey, where skill and fun collide. It's an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. Overtime Hockey Lanes, 28th Street Northeast in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Use the Rod Peterson Show Lane just for fun. Uh, yeah, a slap shot away from the old Crossroads Flea Market. We're thinking about them all the time. And on the hockey vein, I want to say this. I got a text from my guy, Mydale Mike, who's watching the show from Hawaii. And don't ask the connection, but in my mind, it just jogged in my mind. I wonder what the National Junior A rankings are. And I got to tell you, the Canadian Junior A Hockey League is doing a wonderful job of updating their rankings every week. And number one, I'm, this is for me more than anything. I don't know if you care, but I do. Number one team in all of Canadian Junior A Hockey, the Flynn Flan Bombers. How That's about right. That? Bobby Clark's former team, Reggie the Rifle Leach. Flynn Flon, number one. Number two, the Humboldt Broncos. How about that? Flynn Flon, one. Humboldt, two. In all of Canada, 
everybody. You want me to keep going? Three Winkler Flyers, four Collingwood Blues of Ontario, five the Brooks Bandits. That's the smell of money when you drive through Brooks. Number six, the Dauphin Kings. Number seven, the Black Falls Bulldogs. Number eight, the Steinbach Pistons. Number nine, the Trenton Golden Hawks. Number 10, Summerside Western Capital, Summerside PEI of the Maritime Hockey League. I love the national representation of this. And I'm hoping that we can beat the Centennial Cup in Oakville, Ontario. TBD. Sports update. Up in the big show, the Ottawa Senators visit the Toronto Maple Leafs in one of three games on the NHL slate tonight. Ottawa has dropped two straight and sits in last in the Atlantic Division. How about that? The Leafs, meanwhile, snapped a four-game losing streak Monday with a 6-5 overtime win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Also tonight, it's a doubleheader on the NHL on TNT. Florida's at Washington and Vegas hosts L.A. And as I said earlier, I'll be watching the panel tonight. and Maybe you will too if you get it in Canada. Gretzky, uh, Biz, and I just wondered what, Bi- what Babcock thought when he saw Paul Bissonnette on the panel of Hockey Night in Canada the other night. The guy that Frank, well, Babs cost himself the job. Not casting any dispersions there. Even Babs' friends would tell you that. But it was Biz who lifted the lid on it. And he's the one on Hockey Night in Canada. How about that? The Toronto that? Maple Leafs are the most last minute of play in the RP show. The Toronto Maple Leafs are the most valuable franchise in the NHL, according to the sports business website Sportigo. The Leafs are worth an estimated $2.65 billion U.S. The New York Rangers are number two, Montreal number three. The Oilers are the only other Canadian team in the top ten. Wait a minute, I thought they sucked. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And for Landmark Cinemas, in theaters November 17th, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, starring Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe. I feel like we covered it all, everybody. A big thank you to our guests, Jock Wilson, Andy McNamara, from our entire crew. Great job, IKS boys. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern. We'll do it all over again here on Game Plus and the Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>